0: Welcome to the Minute Church Podcast. Today we're going to be continuing our series, Those People. Today's sermon is entitled Manipulating People. Have you ever found that people sometimes can be manipulative? We're gonna learn three prayers to help us to break down the powers of manipulation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. You guys ready diving this today? Today we're gonna to be continuing our uh those people series man last week was an incredible week and and we talked about those people those people let me uh get my paperwork here <laughs> my printer uh, I realized that I didn't print off what I needed, but last week uh, we, that's why I got my computer up here today, but, but uh, last week we talked about the overly needed people, how sometimes people are just overly needed, they're the type of people that, that they call you over and over and over and over and over and then they text you back to back to back to back because they need your help. And then we gave out three prayers that that we talked about restoration and restoring. And here at Medic Church, we're all about letting God restore the brokenness in our lives. And, you know, I sometimes tell you guys that I don't have any magical powers. I don't have any special uh, abilities to say, hey, you're going to be healed. But through Christ, Christ can heal you and God can restore that brokenness in your life. We have purposely designed our logo, M-E-D-I-C, or the M-E-D-C, the way it looks. It looks broken, it looks beat up, it looks dingy, because that represents our lives. Because who knows, there's been often times where we've been hurt, we've been broken, and we've been kind of lost. And and we wanted to create a place, and God gave me a vision of a church that, that would be able to restore that brokenness. And that's why the Band-Aid is the resemblance and the symbolization of the restoration, the healing process. Not that we can do it, but God can do it. We're going to give you the tools necessary to let God restore that brokenness in your life. And so and, so, and in the heartbeat, again, it represents we want to be the heartbeat of the church. It stands for my every desire is Christ. Because every day we want to work in making God our desire. Because the enemy's going to come after you. They're going to attack you from every corner. They're going to come at you. They're going to beat you down. You're going to feel like, man, I need, I'm overly needed. I need people to help me. And, and, and last week when we talked about that, and, uh, and as I was praying this week and going into week two, and I wanted to add just a couple of things to last week and, and let you guys know. The old saying, if you teach a man how to fish, or if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but if you teach a man how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And it's the same way with our restoration. If we go in and we're able to help these people, if we help them once and, and, we, and we give them that, you know, whatever, just like we talked about the man, he was, he was begging for money. And, and Peter and John's like silver and gold. I have not, but what I do have is power of Christ. Get up and walk. And, 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 and so oftentimes, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> uh, let me try to get back on track here. But oftentimes we're looking for answers, and and we and, and they were looking for that temporary fix, and and he, there, he was like, "Hey, if I can just get money, it's going to get me my next meal." But but what they did is they took him and they're, "Hey, listen, I, I I can't give you money. I don't have money to give. But what I can give you, what I can offer you, is in the name of Jesus, get up and walk." And that's, and that's you know the same way you teach a man how to fish, you're going to feed him for that lifetime. If you if you give it to him once. You just fill that gap for that moment. You get that satisfaction and that temporary relief in that very first moment. Hey, and it may feel good. It may be awesome. And it makes me feel good when we're able to give temporary relief and bless people. But it also does me a whole lot better to know, hey, we gave people the necessary tools to let God restore that brokenness in their life. And they go on and do ministry work. And that, man, that tickles me to death. And so today, we're going to talk about... In week two, manipulating people. Those manipulating folks. Man, have you ever uh, uh sit back and just wish you could kind of control somebody? Anybody? Man, if I just had the ability, I'd take them and, and while they were driving, I was taking the stealing wheel and whoosh. anybody? Anybody ever had and I can't be the only one now. Y'all, y'all, anybody wanna have the ability to control people? Tasha, what's that what's that song you like from where they where they get up there and they got the 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 it starts out and they got the, the people puppeting up there? The Backstreet Boys or what is it? InSync. Yeah, yeah. See, 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 she she knew what I was talking about, y'all. See, she she she's talking, she 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 knows. <laughs> Healers <either, no. laughs> know. But but there's a song is it InSync or Backstreet Boys? I can't remember. InSync. In sync had this song called Bye Bye Bye. And when the song comes on, when it first pops up, it looks like they're in this little box and they have somebody like a puppet master over there controlling all their movements and they're doing all these cool moves that I can't do. And and uh, all them young guys and all the girls are like, oh, every time they seen them. And, and Toss's heart was just beating as fast as could. Man, I oh, man, if that was my man. Mm, if I could just have Jester Timberlake and... And, and all the other guys that are with, man, I'm going to control them. Control them. I'm going to make them sing that song every day. I'm going to make him dance that way because I like it. And then he's going to beatbox. And man, it's going to be awesome. I want to control him. You might ever wish you could control somebody? Just control him, just a smidge. like if you ever wish you could control somebody? Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Am I the only one? Listen, 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 listen. How many of you know someone you would like to control, possibly, if you could? If you could control them, you could. Anybody? I wish I could. Anybody? Oh, I almost said something, but I don't, I'll leave it at that. I don't, I don't like politics. But anyway. <laughs> but but listen, listen, listen. Now, now, some of you probably already thinking, man, man, yes, there, there's somebody that I'd like to to control, and 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 right now you could raise both hands because you could actually see them. You could actually see you controlling them. Justin Timberlake, I'm going to go troll him. <laughs> now, men, don't be thinking about your wives <laughs> over there telling them to shut up and stand there and be quiet, and, and you're going to do what I want you to do. Come on, men. It's just Valentine's Day, and, and we're talking about love and love. You're going to love me anytime. Come on. Come on, preach Come on. <laughs> oh, my train went black. But But overly manipulated people, manipulating people, these are people that we've studied in the Bible. There were two women that manipulated Harold in the Bible in Mark 6, 21 through 28. Manipulated him. Now, sometimes, and I don't know hope you ladies aren't like this, but women sometimes, you ladies can be manipulative. You can be mean. Well, if you go in there and... And you'll wash them dishes, and you'll put them up, and you'll take the trash out. I'll make sure I don't put poison in your food tonight. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I, I got him back <laughs> Or maybe you mean, and be like, listen, I know good and well if I take out the trash, I wash the dishes, I fold the clothes, I'm going to get me some Lucky later. This is reality, guys. Let's be real. Manipulated people. And that's what these women were doing up in the Bible. They were trying to manipulate this man. It's a true story. You guys can read that in Mark 26, 21 through 28. Jacob in the Bible was also manipulated, or he also manipulated Esau to give up his birthright, to give up something so he could have what he wanted. He could have that birthright. Hey, hey, if if you do this, I, I, you got to give me this in return, and you know what it's going to cost you if if you do this. <laughs> Judges sixteen through fifteen through sixteen. Then she said to him, "How can you say I love you when you haven't confined in me? How can you say you love me but you haven't confined in me?" This is the third time you have made a fool of me and haven't told me the secret of your great strength. What such nagging she pounded him day after day until he was tired to death. Tired to death, tried to death. (laughs) Talking about the lion, Samson here. For days and weeks, hour after hour, how do you read me? Love me. Samson, how do you love me? And confide in me, but you won't tell me the secret of your strength. Samson, here in the Bible, he had great strength. We know the strength come from his hair. But see, if he didn't, if he cut his hair, he lost his ability to have his strength. I don't know about y'all, but I like to have supernatural strength sometimes. But the women here—excuse me—the woman here, some reason, I always had something to do with women, other than the brothers here. Brothers and sisters, y'all ever tried to manipulate your your sibling, your cousin, anybody like that? He might. Okay, it's okay. Me too. I used to try to get my brother in trouble all the time. All the time, I tried to manipulate things just so he would get in trouble, and I wouldn't. Daddy, don't want my butt now. But she nagged him and pounded him day after day after day. Y'all, sometimes, Tasha gets on my nerves so bad. I'm just like, I don't feel like dealing with this today. Just hush about it. We'll deal with it another day. Another problem, another issue. I don't even feel like I'm done with it. And then she will start back a couple hours later. Tasha, I'm done with the dirt. I don't deal with it now. What's going on? You stopped. You're right. You're driving me insane. But see, she used her to manipulating things, just saying, hey, how do you love me? How can you love me and say that you love me, but you won't share your secret with me? She tried to manipulate the situation. She's like, hey, listen, just tell me. I ain't gonna tell nobody else. When I want caution you guys on something. All of us come from different walks and different backgrounds and that's what makes this church unique and that's what we built the foundation on It's letting us come together and let God restore the brokenness in our lives. We all have come from different backgrounds. And what's cool about this is our backgrounds are different. Some are good backgrounds. Some are bad backgrounds. Some come from great, uh, loving, supporting families. Some not so much. Some struggled, some didn't some had everything, some didn't have but what they could to get by some parents are together, some parents are still together some parents were divorced, some parents are, are, you know, have passed on all of us come from different backgrounds some of us have even made things and mistakes in our lives and, and done issues and, and, and I said all that to say I use caution when you're sharing your story now I always tell you share your story because you can relate to somebody you may not even realize how much you relate to, you have more in common. And so when you share your stories, it's okay if you leave out out certain little details because some people wanna pry and get those things out of you. Well, Pastor Michael, what happened here? What went on here? Why did, what, what, what took place? And I tell them just enough because some people want to manipulate things to get information out of you so they could use it against you later on. Now, I'm not saying there's not parts of your stories that's not important, but I'm just saying you can save yourself a lot of headaches by using caution on what you share, what all information you're sharing. A pastor friend of mine is real cool. He said, hey, man, he said, you got some incredible stories, but be cautious on every detail that you give because there may be something that somebody tries to use against you later on. Now I'm open book. If you want to know something about me, just call me up, ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> but I still use caution on things I say. So there's common tactics that manipulators use. There's common tactics out there, and there's these flattery tactics, flattery. Now these are the people who seem like they got it all together. They got that great presentation, maybe they're the boss, maybe they're the big guy in charge and, and they're sharp dressed and, and they got the best advice on the weight gain and, and maybe the weight lost. I told a guy one time, he was talking, he's like, man, I got somebody in my class, he needs to gain some weight. I said, hey, send him to me, I'll help him out. <laughs> you need to gain weight, call me up, well, I'll get you fat. <laughs> I can help you get fat. Losing weight, not so much, I'm not, the not my strong attribute there. But these are the people that have great looks, the great abilities to say, hey, if you do what I'm telling you to do, you can be as successful as I am. If you follow the same things I'm telling you to do, you can be just like me. You can be just like Mike. And and I I know that Tasha's... uh, um, business that she's running there's this lady and they told her that, that hey if you follow her step by step like me you'll be just as famous not famous but just as successful as I am well her characteristic I wouldn't want to have any type of business done with and Tasha feels the same way like this characteristics is not what I want to be about and, and, and so but it but mean, from the outside man she it looks good but they're manipulative manipulating things and, and I got told, and, and, and it's like, hey, you're trying to be this style of church, and you're trying to, to, to do this. And I said, the only thing I'm trying to do is be met at church and be me. That's the only thing i want to be. I'm not trying to manipulate nobody. I ain't trying to copy nobody. I'm trying to be me. Now, we look at things, and we look at other people, and we say, man, I, I like what they're doing. Let's, let's try to mimic that, but let's do it our own way. We don't have any influence by people that manipulate. So these people look great. They look good, and then you have those that have threats, the manipulators that threats. <laughs> if you don't do this, and I'm gonna tell everybody your secrets that you just share with me, you'll see what I'm talking about. Don't be sharing all your information out there. Oh, you can find in me <laughs> like the Lala did back here. She could find in me. Now I know his secret. Now I know Samson's secret. I'm going to use it against him. See, she threatened him. Because well, Samson shared his secret. I got you down. You're going to do everything I say. You're going to do it whether you like it or not. What regrets come with it, what problems come with it, what headaches come with it, you're still going to do it. And I watch a lot of uh, a TV shows, a lot of police shows and, and fire shows. And, and one of the things I see on the uh, uh, the police shows is a lot of times people make a poor decision. And, and, you know, they think they're doing the right thing maybe for their family. They'll take drugs or they'll take money from drugs. And, and, and you know, the, the drug dealer's like, hey, you got to pay me back, but it's going to cost you. And sometimes by, by watching these shows, I've seen where, hey, they're doing things that they regret doing. They regret doing some of these things. There's these issues that they, they've caused them more issues than they originally had. And they start saying, hey, you've got to do it. You've got to do it or it's going to cost you even more. You've got to go out now. You took this money from me." Ah, I got a problem with so and so. I'm gonna need you to go out now. I'm gonna need you to take them out now. <laughs> now you got even more issues that you dealt with than you originally had. You've Got those that that are just hanging you out to dry. Oh, you need some help. That's okay. You helped me this time. I got you back, but now I'm gonna hold it over your head. If you don't do this, just like I was talking about this lady that Tasha us in, in her business thing that says, hey, if you don't do this, it's not going to work for you. You're not going to get anything if you don't do it this way. I've been told that Pastor Michael, if you don't do your church this way, then it ain't never going to work. No, I'm going to do it God's way. It ain't my way. It ain't your way. It's God's way. And, and, and then the third type is those that make you feel guilty, the guilty ones. Now, these are ones that drive me insane. All of them drive me insane, but this was the really the really big ones here. All this stuff I've done for you. Y'all think about some people, ain't you? <laughs> Y'all got to pray for them. Y'all got to pray for them. All this I've done for you. I can tell you right now that, that there's been people and that, that I've done a lot for. A lot. I mean, a lot, and not just once. Not just twice, not for a day, not for a week, but for years. And never once did I ask anything in return until I did, and it backfired on me. But the manipulators, they want to make you feel guilty. Hey, look at all this I've done for you. I've been there at your back. You needed your back scratched. I scratched your back. Now you're going to have to scratch mine. They were close to you. You were so close. You knew secrets. And and you knew these things. And now, they come up. Now I can't count on you. What's wrong with you? I told you this, and and I had you to try to help me with this problem and this issue. I, I thought I could count on you, but now I can't. What's up with that? Come on, man. I just need this one time. This has been my biggest one and my favorite out of all of these. Now, I will go try to do anything I can. I'll try to go the extra mile for people. I'll help you in any way I can. If I'm physically able to, if I'm financially able to, I'll, I'll do anything I can to try to help somebody. I think it's just in my nature and, and, and just the way I am. But there's been times that when I haven't been able to do things, I get asked. How can you call yourself a Christian? And Amy, Amy, after becoming a pastor of the church, lead pastor, I've been asked, aren't you a pastor? You can't help me. And they try to guilt me into something and 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 try to and try ain't you a praying bible believing person isn't God supposed to call you and do great things? aren't you supposed to according to the bible help people in their need absolutely yes, but we're not in the financial ability to do that at this present moment and they try to make me feel guilty they try to make me start questioning if God really has called us to do this this is what manipulating people do maybe you are thinking right now. This, man, I've had this thing, same things happen to me. People said, Aren't you supposed to be a Christian? And, and that's what they do. But I want to talk to you today. Those are these three common things and tactics that they use flattery, threats, and guilty. But breaking down the powers of manipulation. So we're going to try to break these things down. We gave you three things about restoring and restoration people today. I want to give you three things. About manipulating people, breaking down those that manipulate you. Because it can be tough, it can be hard, and but being able to identify when somebody's trying to take advantage of you, man, it could help you out. And I want to help you guys out. And I'm going to give you some encouragement today. That if you've been manipulated before, maybe you've been manipulated right now, in some situation that you may in, God's in control. But number one, if you're taking notes, God, help me recognize when someone is trying to manipulate me. Pray those prayers. And this week when we post this up on on Facebook, I I want you guys to to print them off, write them down, post these things all over your house, in your cars, at work, at your office space, in your locker, at work, wherever. And pray them, God, help me recognize when someone is trying to take advantage of me and manipulate me. Matthew 16, 21 through 22. It's from from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hand of the elders, the chief priests, and teachers of the law, that he must be killed, and on the third day rise again. So... Right here in verse, uh, in, in Matthew 16, verse 21, this is when he starts explaining, hey, guys, listen, he starts explaining to his disciples, I'm getting ready to go to the cross. Some bad things are getting ready to take place. Some things about to get rocky. Listen, I'm going to be here with you, but I'm trying to, here to explain to you that, that I'm getting ready to be put on trial. I'm going to die. But listen, not only am I going to kill me, but I'm going to rise again on the third day. That's what's taking place in this moment. So verse 22 here, it says, Peter Took him aside, talking about Jesus. He took him aside, and began to rebuke him. He said, "Never, Lord, this shall never happen to you." Now, Jesus, or excuse me, Peter here took Jesus to the side. He's like, "Hey, man, listen, homie, let's go over here. We got to talk for a moment." <laughs> so, so what happens is, is manipulators lose power in groups. Y'all ever noticed that and and y'all can probably see from here is Peter here took Jesus off to the side because all the disciples were here. It's easier to talk with somebody one-on-one than it is to talk with a whole bunch, bunch of group of people. That's always so you can find out who the biggest coward is when things get tough. I love it. Staff meetings, and and you know, you always had the staff meeting before the staff meeting. and Everybody's kind of riling up about what's fixing to take place in the office, and you're like, "Man, I'm going to tell them what I think. I'm going to do this." And uh, and you sit back and I'm like, "No, you ain't, because <laughs> you ain't going to do it in a group full of people." Now I will, if I believe in what you're talking about. But that's neither here nor there. But but manipulators lose their power in groups. So he, he told him that Jesus or Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Man, you're crazy. You crazy man. What are you talking about? No. And, and what's crazy here is, is now Peter's trying to talk to Jesus and tell Jesus like, Jesus, that's not that's not our that's not the plan, man. No, man. No, Holmes. Listen, no. That's, that's not our plan. You're supposed to take us when you met with us and you've seen us, and we was out there trying to catch fish, you tell us to cast it on the other side. And you said, Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Well, Jesus is what we're trying to do. What are you talking about? They're going to come out here and kill your honey. Ah, no player. No. <laughs> Listen, I I, I don't. I think he cray-cray. Did you sleep on the wrong side of the rock today? Did John, is he over here aggravating and give you another wet willy? What is he doing? But see, how do you know that he's been manipulated? Because he tried to offer a way of guilt to Jesus. Jesus, this isn't no, this isn't right. This isn't the plan that 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 I thought we were on. I thought you were trying to take us and and, and you I mean you're doing great things. You're doing these miracles after miracles. We're spreading the good news and and you're talking about dying. What are you talking about, man? No, man. I will, I, I don't want you to die because I want to be I want to continue working with you, watching you see you heal people and and seeing the you know the limbs and stuff come back together. Death raised the lie. I wanna to continue to see those things. See, we often feel guilty and find it hard to say no. No, Jesus, I don't want you to go. No, I don't. I can't. I not I want to go down this path. I don't want you to go down this path. I I, I think it's going to be a better way. We do it this way, Peter. I mean, Jesus, come on, man. I I just think about the Bible as a reality and and some honest conversations that that they may have had. But oftentimes we start to feel guilty. And then oftentimes, we start looking at ways to compromise our values to please others. That's how you know you've been manipulated here. is when you start to feel those guilty things in your life, man, if I tell them no, they're not going to like me. I'm not going to be in the in crowd anymore. I didn't help him out with, his, with him moving and now he ain't gonna like me because I wasn't there. Start making yourself feel bad. But you also know when you start compromising your values to please others. Hey man, go to this movie with me. It's gonna be a good movie. It's going to be an awesome movie. You got to come, teenagers. You may you may experience this. You know, as you get a little bit older, you go out to the movies, and, and you have your friends like, "Hey, man, just come come watch this movie. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome." But there's things in there that goes against your values that you may have. The values you may seek out, and oftentimes we you can take manipulating and falling into peer pressure too as a teenager. And sometimes, even as an adult, fear pressure can be used as a manipulation. But don't compromise your values. Hold up to your integrity. It's okay if you say no. Guess what? There's a pool full of other people or friends out there you can find. When we moved here in 2016, I knew nobody. One person It's all I knew. Or one family, I should say. One. 2016, now I have a church family that I love deeply. My parents are here. I wish my in-laws would move, but they, they come up here. The church with us, they're awesome. Our worship leader for when my mom and dad had a brain lapse moment in their life and moved to Murphy. <laughs> we've become really close to Abby and Fernando and used them as emergency contacts because we've seen that they were awesome people. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, I have no idea, but find people in your life that you can have values around and we value their friendship and we don't compromise because of things that that may take place if they started to go down a left field path and we were like, whoa, hold the phone, we're going to get back out the way. <laughs> Seeing a ballroom, I don't know if you guys have ever been into a ballroom or not, but ballrooms are cool. Dancing is amazing. I love to dance and slow dance and I don't break dance anymore because I'm heavy set, but, uh, but I like to dance. All the time I try to find somebody to dance with me because Tasha won't. <laughs> but if you ever go to a ballroom dance, it's a different type of dancing. It's amazing to watch these dancers. And you way watch on a movie or something and see you know, ballroom dancing, and they're just so etiquette and, and moving. It's just so precious and amazing. Sometimes we need to slow and change the dance up. Get out of that party and club lifestyle. I know it's tell when I'm at the club, you can hear the beats dropping. The lights are flashing. No doubt in my mind. I know where I'm at. If I'm blindfolded, I can hear the music. I know where I'm at. Got to change the dance. And today I want to encourage you to maybe in your life, you need to change your dance and recognize the people that may be trying to manipulate you. Number two, if you're taking notes, God, empower me to put health, healthy boundaries in place. God, help me to put healthy boundaries in place. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, and you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of man, Matthew 16 and 23. Now, listen, <laughs> you guys got to put some healthy things out there, some healthy boundaries. You got to know your limitations. We got asked how far is too far when we were part of a ministry and and I didn't quite know what they were talking about. I had no, I'm like, what are you talking about? How far is too far? I didn't know how far, too far was until I was in too far. And we got out because we recognized healthy boundaries that we had. We empowered God to allow us to have those boundaries in place. We know our limitations. Because I want you guys to know, I'm okay, and y'all, y'all listen to what I'm fully saying here. I'm okay being like Jesus and sitting at the table with the sinners. And what I mean is I'll go to the ends of the earth and take chances. We went out to eat the, a couple weeks ago, and we're sitting down, we're having this meal. Somebody come in with the people we were this, and they sit down, and they had an alcoholic beverage. You know what I said? Hey, you do you. Because guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna preach your louder message by accepting them for who they are than you ever will say, hey, what you're doing may not be acceptable, what God's lining up to be. But guess what? If we say, hey, you do you and we show that we hey we love you and let God restore the brokenness in them, hey, I've done my job. I'm never gonna say sinning is okay. Is drinking okay? I can't tell you. I can only tell you what the Bible says. Don't says don't become a drunken fool. I can't tell you whether alcohol's okay or not. I'm just gonna tell you I'm not gonna do it because that's just my personal preference. And, and and if that's if you got a problem with that, I don't care because you got to take it up with God. But but I, I want you to know that that you got to set your boundaries in place. I have my boundaries set up that I know that, hey, I, I've been to those parties when I was a teenager, and I was there when they all were getting drunk, and I didn't drink, and I'm over there cooking food, and, and everyone of them ghosted on me, and I go to find out where they're at, and I'm like, hey, where'd everybody go? Open up a bedroom, and next thing I know, I'm getting pulled into the room. Hey, man, what we're doing, I mean, and all of a sudden, I knew what was going on. They were doing drugs. They were, hey, man, it's illegal. I'm like, no, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay with this. And I got out because my boundaries were set in place. And, and, and I'm sharing this with you because you have to have those healthy boundaries. And if you don't have healthy boundaries, you need to pray that God will help you set those things up. Because, because you don't want to get to those points where you're past the point of no return. Because the enemy will take you and he will absorb you in. And he'll start to manipulate himself and say, hey, what you're doing is okay what you're doing is acceptable what you're doing your friends are going to like it's going to get you more friends it's going to get you more popularity it's going to get you money it's going to get you this it's going to get you that it's going to get you fame it's going to get you whatever so Jesus turned to Peter and said get behind me Satan he understood what was taking place because God had his plan already set in motion he was already empowered to have those boundaries set up now listen don't go to your grandma's house and be like, get behind me, Satan. I ain't doing the dishes. Don't do that. You might get knocked out. Grandma might not like it too much. Your mommas and daddies may not like it too much. So, so teenagers, listen, if your parents tell you to do something, don't say, get behind me, Satan. They might you out. And so <laughs> and sometimes we see this because when kids throw a, throw a fit because they want everything in society, our teenagers, our kids, they want everything they see. Because we're so used to this technology that anything, in any moment we push something, it's there in an instant. And so their minds are programmed to say, hey, if it's there in an instant, it could be in my hands in an instant. If I go to the store, I should be able to get it because it's there. Set boundaries. Your kids don't need to get everything that they want. It's okay to get them things that they need, but don't get them everything they want. I know that you may love them, but listen, they they, they will live. I've had to teach my daughters, and my daughters are all the time, especially my youngest, is all the time, daddy, I want this, I want that. I'm like, baby, no, we're not getting it today. Not today, your birthday's coming up and and then birthday comes, and then Christmas is coming, and so we always use those things' listen they may they may get upset, she may get mad at me, she may later on hang up the phone. But guess what? I still love her, I'm not going to tolerate having unhealthy boundaries in our household, and so set those things up and pray that God's going to help you identify those things. If someone else has control of you, you're committing the sin of ideology. If someone has control in committing the sins, it's a sign of ideology. And what happens is, is a lot of times is we got these role models that we look up to, and role models are great, find you great people that you can have good role models But if they're controlling your mindset, then you're becoming an idol. It tells us in the Bible, don't have golden calves. Don't create things that you're worshiping that's not the Lord thy God. And, and what I want you to know is, is there may be people in your life that's toxic that you're looking up to and they're controlling your thought process. We've got to clear our mindsets. We've got to go back to the ballroom and say, hey, let's slow down. Let's take the time. Let's listen to the song. Let's look at our partner in their, in their eyes and get deep and intimate with them. That same way we can do with God. Because, because when somebody else is controlling our moves, just like we was talking about that song in the, in the beginning of, the, of that music video, they're moving and he's controlling them and they're shifting each way and doing whatever the controller wants them to do. Don't fall victim to ideology and having an idol. I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. I gotta hurry. And number three, if you've taken notes, God, help me see my own needs to control and surrender everything to you. See, we're those people. We're those people. We have the tendency to control or manipulate sometimes, even ourselves. Anybody ever talk to herself? I do all the time. Well, if I do this, If I make this choice for Medic Church, it's going to cause this ripple effect. If I make this decision, it's going to cause this. If I do this, it's going to cause this problem. If I don't do this, it's going to cause this problem. But I have to pray to say, hey, God, show me the needs that I need to control. Show me the areas in my life I need to work on. I say blessed, but I have a job where I drive, and oftentimes it's funny because they're like, Why do you ride around in silence? A lot of times I don't like what's on the radio anyway. I don't know all the radio stations because we go all over the place. I don't like static or commercials. (laughs) But I ride around in silence, and it gives me the ability to really think, clear my mind, pray. Oftentimes I'm just praying praying for the patient I have on board, whatever they may be dealing with, their family, things that may be going on in the church, the sickness, anything that problems or family members, things that, that we need to pray over, I'm praying. And I'm praying that God will show me areas that I can fix and surrender my all to him. I'm going to close with this. So one thing I can share with you that I know for without a shadow of a doubt that God loves you. And he has a wonderful plan for each one of your lives. And see, see, I want y'all to know that, that the enemy's gonna tell you, he's gonna get in the mindset and be that manipulator and be that person or those people that wanna shake things up. And you're gonna feel like, hey, that plan that he had for me isn't making sense. It doesn't make sense why. Every time I try to get closer to God and I try not to, you know, I pray these prayers, say, God, I'm going to give you my everything. I'm going to surrender my all to you, God. I'm gonna just, just going to give you my whole self, but issues start happening, problems keep happening in my life. You know, I shared this with you that, that Tasha and me, see, we prayed these prayers before early on in our ministry, in our works that we were doing, that every time it seemed like we tried to get closer to God, the more issues we have in our life. There's been times that we've even said, hey, I would be better off not even worshiping God because I'll have less issues. I'll have less problems. And I I want you to know, you're going to cause more issues and more problems for yourself. For a year and a half, I run from God. I run from his plan. I run from his purpose. For a year and a half, we run. But God said, hey, I still love you. I still have a plan for you. I still, have, I still have an area that I'm working on in your life. See, see, see. When, whenever I was in those moments, things didn't make sense. Things were hard, things were, things were hurting. I, I was like this, this puzzle here. I was trying to fill these gaps in my life with things that shouldn't have been there. I didn't go to church, I didn't pay my tithes, I didn't give a crap about anything but me and Tasha. And sometimes, to be completely honest with you, I didn't even care about her because I was filling these gaps with things that I shouldn't have been filling it with. I was looking for those temporary fixes. I was was filling them up with things that made me feel good in those moments. Like we talked about last week, I was filling them up with overly needed things. Give me that quick fix. But it took somebody saying, hey, listen, I see your hurt. I see your pain. But listen, God still loves you. And God still loves you today. And listen, 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 listen. And today, as we continue. Today, as we continue, continuing, we're working on this series, those people. God is putting those pieces back. I need that. God is putting those pieces together. He's filling those things. He's filling those gaps that you need. Well, Pastor Michael, you still don't have all the pieces that you need. No, I don't. We're still working on that. But listen, when I decided to let God stay in control and say, hey, God, show me where I need to be controlled at. Show me where I can surrender everything else to you. And when I did that, God filled that gap because he said I still have a plan for you I still have a purpose for you I still am going to do things in your life and in your ministry and your walk because I had a prophecy over your life at a young age and even though how far I run and how far I went God was still there and God still loved me but today I want you guys here in just a few moments we're going to stand up Tells us in Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, it says, You will keep in peace fi- or peaceful, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All who there, those are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is an eternal rock. I don't know where my life would have been different for that year and a half. I have no idea. But I know that during those times felt like I was rock bottom but God was still there he loved me and I made that surrender it's back to him because I grew up in church I knew the path I knew the right things but I was trying to let the enemy control me and manipulate me not to do God's work but today I want you to know that wherever you're at you may be struggling with things. You may be trying to fill your heart with different things and trying to fill those gaps, but God still loves you, and he has a plan for each one of you. Unlike campus, he has a plan for you. If you guys will, if you'll stand with me this evening. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much for this day. God, we just pray right now that you will reveal to us, God, things in our life that we need to take control of, God, that we need to surrender to you. God, quit letting us fill our hearts with things that don't need to be filled there, God. God, when the enemy comes at it, he tries to manipulate our minds and tell us that, hey, we mean nothing, that, hey, you're not even there, God. God, remind us that you're still there with us. God, when this life gets hard, reassure us that you're still with us. God, because the enemy, again, is going to try to manipulate us. And God, we rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. God, we surrender ourselves to you. God, reveal today to those that are listening, God, areas in their life that they need to surrender to you, God. And God, let them give their whole self to you. If you don't know who Jesus is and you want to make him your Lord and Savior today, all you have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for coming to this earth and dying on the cross for me. God, revealed to me today areas in my life that I need to work on. And God, help me to surrender everything to you. And remind me you're always with me when it gets hard. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray submit a prayer request, our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.